Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Stock Car Spectacle. I'm Ian Jordson. I'm Mike Gamble. And I'm Nick Kinzel. And we are finally back for the 2021 season. Boys, it was a long off season, but it's good to be back. Yeah, great to be back. Great to be filming. Looking forward to another fun season. Got a lot to uh, discuss when it comes to moves, you know, schedule changes, everything in between. Excited to be talking racing with the boys again. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. And we got some special news. Our buddy Nick Kinzel has been accepted to go to West Virginia University. That is your dream school, buddy. Congrats. Thanks, man. Yeah, it was crazy. Like a couple months ago, I put that or a month ago, I put that in. I was just like, "Ah, I'm just going to do it for the hell of it. Let's see if I get in. And I got in. I'll be going for sports media. They got a nice, they got a kick-ass program through ESPN. So it's going to be a lot of fun over there. And I've already been in touch with our good buddy, Brandon Brown. Uh, I told him what's up. He's going to help me out throughout the way. So it's going to be an exciting adventure for sure. Hell yeah, buddy. Yeah, I was actually just about to ask you about if, if Brandon knows yet, but that's awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was one of, He was like the second or third. Per- I texted Zach first. I texted Mike. And then I text, and then I told Brandon about it before I even told my parents or anything. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Sorry, Dad. Sorry. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, it's gonna be great. Yep. All right, guys. Before we dig into everything, make sure to check out uh, Kodo's Mojo on all podcast platforms. Me and Patrick are gonna be going over our Super Bowl predictions next week, so make sure you guys tune in. And so let's dig into it. Let's get into our die cast of the week. Mike, what'd you bring for us, buddy? Okay. So our die cast of the week, I'm going to go with one of the few 2020 die casts I actually had show up so far. So uh, we can't, you know, kind of touch on what happened in 2020 and move into 2021 without probably talking about one of the hottest commodities in NASCAR right now, our current champion, Chase Elliott. So I got the Chase Elliott 2021 or 2020 Kelly Blue Book Charlotte race win car. So pretty cool. You guys know me. I buy every chase and Blaney race win. Um, and I'm going to work on Bubba's now that we actually maybe have some equipment that we can win in, but, uh, it's cool to have a chase car. That's different. Cause I feel like all his wins the last couple of years have been Napa cars. So this is at least a little different look. So yeah, yeah he's Kelly won in like, yeah, he's won in like every sponsor that he's driven for, which is crazy. And that was that, that was that race. That was the race after he blew, him and Alan Gustafson blew the Coke 600 away and yep. then they came back for redemption. So that was cool to see. And yeah, the Kelly Blue Book cars are, are some pretty good looking race cars. Yeah, it's cool to see a new car like that, a Kelly Blue Book and not the Napa ones. I think I'm going to amend my rule a little bit because A, the way he's uh, clipping off race wins here year after year <laughs> um, and B, just for not getting the same car. I think I'm maybe going to do one of the Napa race wins a year just to kind of balance it out if that. Cause otherwise it'd be yeah. like the same car over and over. There's a couple times I was, cause as you guys know, but our listeners might not know, I moved into a new apartment and I have a game room now. And when I was moving my die cast in, I was going through the chase ones like, all right, well, which Napa race one is this? Which one is this? You had to really go back and kind of take a look to figure it all out. Yeah. Right. right. Well, <laughs> that, that was, that's like me with my 2018 Harvick die cast. Cause like, Six out of the eight wins were in the Jimmy John's paint scheme. And That's right. <laughs> it's hard to tell them <laughs> apart sometimes. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. 
All right, Nick, Nick. We, you don't really have those problems too often, do you? you no, always like I really don't. I, I like to buy random, and then Trevor Bain has won three career races in his life, so I didn't have to buy. <laughs> I didn't have to buy any duplicates or anything, so I'm all good. There you go. <laughs> all right, bud. What you uh, bring? Well, for my diecast of the week, this car showed up a couple weeks ago, and I didn't know it was going to show up. I think it, this is a pretty fitting race car. It's 2021, and we're still in a pandemic. So I pre-ordered this a while back, and it showed up, and I was like, oh, my God, why did I do this? It is Corey LaJoy's 32 <laughs> face mask car from the 2020 uh, season. bought that. I pre-ordered <laughs> it a while back, and it I got to tell you, it's one of the weirdest-looking cars I've ever seen, not only because of the face mask, but I think the rest of the car is Corey LaJoy's hair. They look like hair strands <laughs> is what they look like. Really weird, but kind of also like a fun car. And then, yet yeah, we're still in this pandemic almost a year l- later now. And I don't know, it's the cool car. And like I said, I pre-ordered it a long time ago. And then I didn't even know I was getting it until it showed up. So <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a funny diecast. You're going to look back at that and be like, oh, Wow. <laughs> well, I'm just looking back at it like why the hell did I buy it but <laughs> well see that's the longer I looked at it in your hand I was thinking first like why the hell did Nick buy that and then the longer I'm like shit I should have bought that that's actually yeah really cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool like with the face mask and everything but yeah the rest of the car the brown is Corey LaJoy's hair is what it looks like yeah, yeah it's like, remember it's a playoff like... old spice car of the year yeah. before so <laughs> yeah. yeah it's an interesting car for sure but yeah Definitely one I wasn't expecting to show up on my doorstep. Yeah. And just kind of did. Definitely your most unique diecast that you brought on the show. No, still the most unique diecast I brought on the show is the Michael Waltrip one. Always the will curse be. Car. The cur- yeah, the, the curse car. Yeah, the curse car will uh, always be the most unique car that I had. <laughs> All right, guys. So for my diecast of the week, we're talking 2020 diecasts. I got to probably bring out my favorite one from 2020. It is Clint Boyer's Barstool Ooh. diecast. Uh, the back-to-back World War champs on there. Uh, just a beautiful beautiful looking ride right here absolutely other than the pizza review car which i didn't care for a whole lot every mm. barstool scheme has been fire oh yeah. yeah i thought the pizza review car was pretty butt ugly but then the first one they did was sexy as hell and oh, that's yeah. a good looking one too so all right guys before we get into everything in the show our friends over at for the lead have decided to start some kind of beef with us over at the stock car spectacle uh as you guys know uh over for the lead uh last year they were having some issues and we had connor bun come on the show and we gave him a home for a while and then uh we had some beef start over some merchandise so yeah i'll just say this on it you know they like to call themselves uh nascar's number one podcast i like to call them nascar's biggest crybaby podcast Okay. Um, that's actually backed by factual evidence. Oh, you know, they want to cry about um, all the merchandise, even though we had our merchandise first and uh, talking about stealing sites when you asked them straight up if we could use the site, but neither here nor there. It's all in good fun. We love those guys. <laughs> Connor and Timothy are our brothers. So uh, shots fired back at you boys balls in your cord. You want to keep this bad boy rolling? Oh man. Yeah. I have no comment on that. I, I should actually, <laughs> be seeing the for the lead boys if i decide to go any on any 
to go to any races out there next year once I'm in Morgan settled. I got Richmond like three hours away. I got Darlington like six. And then we're going to Martinsville next year, so I'm sure we're going to see them there. So it'll be all good. Yeah. Well, just remember, Dalton Good made our logo first. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then everyone followed afterwards. <laughs> uh... All right. So, guys, make sure to check out our merch. Of course, we were just talking about it. You can get uh, shirts, sweatshirts, hats, just like this on Spreadshirt.com. We'll have the link below to make sure you gear up on all the stock car spectacle gear. Yeah. Again, guys, that's all in fun with our buddies at the Lead. Buy our merch, buy their merch, just buy a little bit more of ours is all. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right, guys. So it has been a long, long off season. What have we been up to? Uh, a lot, really. You know, I moved. I'm in a new apartment. I got a second bedroom now. So it's just uh, my fiance now and I, because I did get engaged. And uh, luckily with it being a two bedroom, I have a little game room slash studio now. So that's where I'm filming from. I'm not sitting Indian style next to my bed like I did all last season. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's uh, everything's been good, man. The wedding planning's in full, full force now. The boss has been taking that over and uh, really ready to get ready to watch races with you guys again, get this virus and pandemic over with and, get back to normal so we can start enjoying things again. Absolutely. Um, for me, uh, it's just been a lot of working and a lot of school. This is my last semester at uh, College of DuPage. I'm in six courses this semester, so it's, I got to work my ass off before I go to Morgantown next year to go to West Virginia. And then I got my first, uh, I got my first vaccine shot, so that was – exciting it gets me uh hopeful for what's to come so any side effects at all no no side effects uh just a really sore arm but other than that yep all good to go i'll get the second one uh a little later in february and then i'll be all set hopefully like i said just looking forward to getting racing back on the tv and hopefully we'll all get together soon for a race absolutely man and yeah, for me lately, n- nothing really too much has been going on. I've been kind of been stuck in quarantine here at the house. Uh, my fiance, Abby, has a compromised immune system. So we're just trying to take every precaution that we can right now. So just been hanging out at home a lot and just trying to get ready for the NASCAR season and get the podcast rolling because I've been excited and hopefully get those COVID vaccines too. Cause I want to start hanging out with you guys again. We need to get back in the studio before Nick heads out to West Virginia. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we got to get you out of the house where you start getting yeah. Stockholm syndrome on us there, yeah, buddy. Right. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I love it here. What are you talking about? <laughs> people who needs people. <laughs> no. All right, guys, so let's get rolling into our 2021 preview. Let's roll in with the Truck Series. Mr. Mike Gamble, who will be taking control of the Truck Series this year. Let's roll, buddy. 
All right, guys. So 2020 Camping World Truck Series preview. Um, there are a lot of changes in the truck series uh, coming from last year into this year into 2021. So we'll move right into the first bullet point. We're going to talk about our silly season news and moves. I can't go over every little detail. I'm just going to go over the big ones. Um, so you guys following along at home. If there's some stuff I missed, I know that. Again, there's only so much we can really talk about. So to me, the biggest move um, John Hunter Nemechek, you know, going back to uh, the truck series where he started, he's going to be driving for Kyle Busch Motorsports and the number four Toyota. I think that's pretty big move. You know, that was one of the biggest uh, offseason stories, um, you know, really taking a, a change in his career to leave a, a surefire cup ride to come back down to the trucks. Um, he's going to be partnered at KBM with Chandler Smith in the 18. So they completely uh, replaced the lineup at KBM, Rafael Lassard and Christian Eckes. Um, Eckes, um, we're not really sure what's going on with him yet. Rafael Lassard has moved to another team. We'll get into that in a moment. The uh, the other big moves, Haley Deegan will have her uh, rookie season this year and the number one David Gillen Racing Ford. Uh, pictures of that truck came out this weekend, or this week, I should say. Man, they look really good. Um, as you guys know, she's probably the most uh, controversial figure in NASCAR right now, not named Kyle Larson or Bubba Wallace. So uh, <laughs> yeah. going to be really interesting to see uh, how her season goes and um, see how she progresses in, uh, in the truck series. Other big news, we're back to being the Camping World Truck Series. We're no longer the Gander Outdoor Truck Series. So to me, that's pretty cool news. I always like Camping World a lot more. Um, so yeah, they're back for their second sit as the title sponsor. It's about time. Right. All right. Uh, then we had Brett Moffitt controversially parting ways with uh, GMS Racing. Um, you know, the comments he made at the, at the season finale last year. Um, I'm sure uh, you guys remember that very well, kind of throwing his crew chief and the team under the bus a little bit there. And I don't think that resonated well over at GMS. So he will be on his way over to the 45 truck over at Nice. And uh, the aforementioned Rafael Lassard will replace him in a 12 race deal at GMS numbers and things from my research are still kind of up in the air at GMS. So I can't say for sure. He's going to be in the number 24 truck. Um, they're still working on that over there, but he will be replacing him in the team. Then we've got O2 Young's Motorsports signed Chris Wright for his uh, rookie season. He'll be running the full season there. Um, if you guys aren't familiar, Chris made his name and his bones kind of uh, in, you know, more endurance racing and sports car racing. He was a 2018 IMSA prototype LMP3 champion, uh, 2017 IMSA prototype uh, rookie challenge, uh, rookie of the year. He ran part-time in the Arca series last year and made one cup start or one truck start last year, I should say. Um, then we're going to move over to Thor Sport Racing. Thor Sport had some major changes. Um, they dropped Ford altogether. Uh, is not confirmed. Thorsport's not really great about confirming too much of this stuff ahead of time, but they will be uh, going with Toyota, it looks like. They had uh, a lot of success with Toyota in the past. My first year watching the trucks full-time, uh, they did really well with, uh, with Toyota. So it's, for me as a fan of Thorsport, it's a good move to see them going back there. The 98-99 teams are still without crew chiefs. Matt Noyce moved over to BMR to work with Derek Krause, and uh, Mr. Hensley left uh, to go over to GMS with Chase Purdy, another rookie coming in that we've seen in the past in the Arca series. So still some things up in the air over at Thor Sport. Ben Rhodes and Grant Enfinger are still looking to sure up the team. So uh, we still got a couple weeks. Um, I don't know. They're kind of running out of time as far as I'm concerned here. So that's something they're going to want to get on. So Yeah, usually everything's announced by now, you know? Right. Yeah, we're late in the game, guys. So uh, moving on, 
uh, Nice Motorsports looks way different this year. So I'll just go over their lineup so far. So you've got the 40 truck is going to be Ryan Truex, uh, Martin's little brother, not Ryan Truex Jr. For those of you keeping a uh, score at home. <laughs> In the 42, we got highly touted rookie Carson Hochever. I think he's going to have a really good season. Uh, he's, uh, you know, really kind of lit the, the racing world on fire in some of the lower series. So it's going to be really cool to see him get going in that 42 truck this year. The 44, still a little bit unclear, but it's looking like it's going to be Natalie Decker. So that's kind of what the leading rumors are out there. And then captain controversy himself, Brett Moffitt, will be in the 45. <laughs> Uh, Nick and I wanted to see that me be our boy Trevor Bain, um, but I, I don't know if Brett Moffitt's bringing money or what the deal is there. But really taking a chance on a guy here that, like I said, kind of threw his last team under the bus. So good luck with that move. Hope it works out. <laughs> so then the last little big news we'll go over with the truck series: GMS ads, like we said, Chase Purdy. He's going to be full time in the the twenty twenty one season. Um, we haven't seen him race in a couple years. He uh, had seven truck starts in twenty twenty but that was the closest he's been to racing. Hasn't ran full-time since like 2018. Uh, he did have one top 10 last year and he started on the pole at Kansas. So he hasn't um, competed full-time since ARCA 2018. So a couple other big, uh, not silly season, but off season news and notes to get into truck season is going to open up in a couple weeks here, February 12th at Daytona next gen energy 250 will be the first race of the season for them. Speaking of the schedule, it's going to be a little different than we've seen in the past with the truck series. Um, they got the Daytona, uh, Daytona road course circuit of the Americas, Bristol nerd, uh, dirt race, Knoxville, Nashville, and Watkins Glen all added to the schedule. Um, the trucks are going to run one less race this year. They ran 23 in years past. They're going to run 22 this year. Uh, we have four road courses on the schedule, the most ever in the truck series history. Those are going to be Daytona road course, Coda, Watkins Glen, and Canadian Tire back on the schedule, which missed last year. Um, we're going to lose Eldora, but we do have two dirt races this year. Uh, Bristol Dirt, which, again, everyone's got their feelings on Bristol Dirt. And then the very famous in the dirt racing scenes, Knoxville race wave, home of the Knoxville nationals. I think that's going to be an awesome race. I'm really excited for that one. Yeah. going to be much better than Bristol. Your makeshift <laughs> dirt track. Yeah. yeah right. We're going to like one of the glory tracks for dirt racing. So that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Then one big uh, schedule note to also uh, talk about. I uh, mentioned it really quickly uh, in another bullet point, but Watkins Glen is back on the truck schedule. Hasn't been on the truck schedule since uh, 2001. So 20 years since the oh. trucks have run at the Glen. So that's going to be really cool. I'm excited for that as well. Um, that is one of the road courses in NASCAR. I really do enjoy. So oh, it's my on the best racing. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really exciting to see the trucks course. there. Cause you boys know how they like to like to dice it up in the truck series. Oh exactly. yeah. Well, you guys know me. I don't like, I really am not the biggest road course guy, but if there's one road course that I do enjoy and that is Watkins Glen. And so, yeah, that is exciting to see, especially with these young truckers, you know, there's going to be chaos in that race and I'm all for it. Absolutely. That's going to be one to watch boys. So now that we've kind of gone over the silly season news and uh, some scheduling news and other bullet points, let's look back on 2020 to get a little idea what we can maybe expect going into 2021 guys. So looking back 2020, as you guys know, Sheldon Creed had a breakout season. Really? He was our 2020 uh, truck series champion. Austin Hill was a regular season champion, had a really promising 2020 as well. Two wins, 11 top fives, 17 top tens in 23 races. Uh, for Hattori Motorsports, that's a great season by any standards. 
uh, really looked strong all year. So I'm really looking to him have another strong year in 2021. But probably our biggest breakout star that maybe you did, maybe you didn't see coming was Zane Smith. Zane Smith, two wins, seven top fives, 13 top tens in his first full full-time truck season, finished second in the championship. And uh, he'll be back full-time this year. We'll really can't wait to see what this kid does going into 2021. Yeah. So. I mean, Zane Smith, he came up, he did, he did that part-time schedule for junior motorsports in the eight car two years ago. And he kind of just really struggled there. So I, I kind of didn't really have him on my radar, but damn last year, he, he just took off in the truck series and it's just, I'm really excited to what he can do this year. I really do think he can go out and win that championship this year for sure. Cause he, he proved that he could get it done last year. So and this year, 2021 is going to be a good year for that kid. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He does say he does have some exciting racing news that he'll be announcing on February 1st. So uh, who knows what that could mean? He could have a cup ride Xfinity ride should be exciting for the, uh, the young talented driver. Yeah. He's one of those guys, uh, people on pit lane and in the garage, there's a lot of people saying that he's one of, if not the most talented young guy, young gun in NASCAR right now from guys that aren't in the cup series. So really a guy to keep an eye on here. So, well, all right, guys, we talked about some guys that were on fire last year on the racetrack, uh, in the truck series. Now, Let's go to the other way. Let's talk about some guys that really struggled in 2020. And we're looking at some veterans here. Johnny Sauter and Stuart Friesen really had tough 2020s combined for zero wins and six top fives. Again, combined for two guys that Johnny Sauter is one of the mainstays and one been one of the strongest uh, competitors in the truck series year in and year out. Uh, really, really, you know, down season for him. And then Stuart Friesen went from <laughs> championship contender to – I, I don't even know what you want to call it. <laughs> well, they switched manufacturers. I think that's really what killed him because, well, he was with, I think, Chevy before, right? And then he went to Toyota. Yeah. 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 And when he was with Chevy, he, you know, he looked really promising in 2019. And then last season, it's just, you know, he was running for like 11th, like every race. And yeah, you can make was... the same kind of argument with Johnny Sauter with Thorsport when Thorsport went to Ford. Mm-hmm. It seemed like they, they, as a team, they've never really been the same there, but he's just struggled so much more oh, just than listen anybody to, else. Listen to Johnny Sauter's radio from last year. That'll tell you <laughs> how his season went. Oh, my goodness, I feel bad for that team. The, I pray for them. I hope they do okay this year so Johnny Sauter doesn't kill him in the radio every single week. But, yeah, that was really surprising. Sauter won his – first championship a couple of seasons ago and we're like okay he's just gonna keep keep building on that and he just he took a drop and so did freezing the freezing one still does surprise me the most so because he two years ago on our first uh, kind of championship four preview show we were like all right Stuart freezing can win this thing and then and there we were last year we weren't even talking about him in the playoffs so it was just yeah crazy so it'll be interesting to see if those guys can rebound this year yeah, and I feel like for Johnny Sauter, dude, he was just so comfortable with GMS racing for so long, and then he made the switch over to Thor Sport, and I just feel like they've never really clicked ever since he got into the 13. Yeah, it's like once he came back home to Thor Sport, where he kind of started in the trucks, so it just never really worked out for him. And, you know, the, the other stinker part of it, too, if you think back, basically stole a seat away from Myatt Snyder. Maya in Snyder, the yeah. So um Snyder's on to bigger and better things running the Xfinity series which I'm sure oh, Nick yeah. is going to touch on some in a minute here but uh yeah nonetheless really tough years for those guys <laughs> they're going to really look to be rebounding into 2021 so 
Guys, looking forward to 2021. I've got some predictions. First and foremost, we've kind of talked about already, Zane Smith's going to continue to impress in the 21 in 21. Back for a second full-time season, I believe he's going to have multiple wins and he's going to be a serious championship contender. He was last year, but out of a surprise. But now the expectations, I think, are going to be on him. Can he rise to the occasion? I think he can. I don't think we saw anything last year which puts any kind of doubt into my mind that he can deal with it when it gets hot in the kitchen. So moving on, I think John Hunter Nemechek's going to have a dominant season in the truck series. And you know what, boys, he needs to. So his career is on the line with this move. If it doesn't work out here, who knows what's next for John Hunter. So uh, if he wants to get back up to cup and get into a competitive situation, he's got to really show his medal here, go out and get multiple wins, be in the championship four and hell probably win the championship if he wants to keep on going to racing. Um, but then again, it's a mutually beneficial thing. Cause as you guys know, KBM as a whole has been down the last couple of years as well. So uh, two years in a row, Kyle's been very critical of his drivers. Uh, they really need to uh, turn around this year. So I think both KBM and JHN could benefit from a really strong 2021. Uh, next guys, I'm going to, um, I'm going to predict our boy Stewie Friesen returns to form a little bit this year. I think, uh, I think they're going to have the, uh, the kinks worked out over there. I think you're going to see him, you know, get back to his normal form, but I have a feeling Johnny Sauter's still going to struggle. That's just my feeling. We'll see what happens there. Uh, moving on. I think uh, GMS is going to struggle after about uh, parting ways with Brett Moffitt. If uh, Moffitt was their strongest truck again last year, uh, one of the guys they brought in to replace him, Raphael Lassard. Again, he was one of those KBM drivers that struggled. So he's coming into a team that kind of struggled last year outside of um, Brett Moffitt. Uh, the lineup around them, I don't know what you're going to get from rookie Chase Purdy. That remains to be seen. Their strongest truck very possibly could be Tyler Ankrum. So here's a team that we think of as probably the top Chevy team. Uh, we're going to see what happens there. So who knows? Uh, I, I could see them kind of taking a step backwards. Um, equally, I think Brett Moffitt isn't going to have as strong a year in the number 45 Nice truck. Uh, we saw what former Daytona 500 winner Trevor Bain could do in that truck last year, and he could only really be competitive at moments. Uh, he was close in the date or in the what was that Talladega, right? Talladega Nick? that he yeah. almost won last year. Uh, mm -hmm. Bristol Trevor was competitive until the DQ, but other than that, that truck just wasn't on par with other teams. So. Uh, here's a guy that's got a championship pedigree going there. Hopefully he'll make them better, but I don't think we're going to see him be the contender that he normally uh, is. It's just the mechanical issues at Nice Motorsports. Like I couldn't even like the 45 truck had multiple, just that whole organization and their mechanical issues. And I just really think with no practice for a small team like that, that I just think that's going to continue to happen. And we saw how Moffitt was at the end of his GMS stint, how angry he was. I just don't see this being a really better situation for him. I really don't. I don't. And that's why to me, it's a question mark, bringing a guy like that into a situation like this, you know what it is, you know, it's going to be a situation where they have to build. I think they would have been better off going with a veteran. Um, not saying he isn't a veteran, but somebody like that also looking to kind of, you know, resurge their career and could help grow with the team a little bit. All right. So All right. last bullet point for me, guys. I think Haley Deegan is going to struggle early in the season, but I think she's going to find her legs as the season goes on. Um, you know, people feel one way or another about Haley Deegan. I think she's going to come in. Like I said, it, there is going to be a little bit of a learning curve, but I think she's talented enough that once she gets a hang of the truck, she's going to be fine. Um, you know, Arca's Arca. I don't, you know, put a whole lot of stock into Arca results. 
it's uh, I think it's really hard and a little bit unfair to do. We're really going to see what she's made of in the truck series here. Cause she's coming into what could be a halfway competitive ride here. So uh, in my opinion, she should be on the back end of the playoff cut here um, fighting for one of those last couple spots. And we'll, uh, we'll see if that happens. All so right. uh, way too early predictions, boys. I have our champion Z- uh, Zane Smith, the most wins, John Hunter Nemechek. I'm going to go ahead and say he gets six wins this year. And I think our final four going into Phoenix is going to be Zane Smith, John Hunter Nemechek. My boy, Ben Rhodes is going to get one more spot and get into the championship four, and Sheldon Creed. All right. All right. Some very bold, bold predictions right there. I like it. Absolutely. My dude. All right, Nick, what you got for the Xfinity series in 2021? All right. Well, yep. It's 2021 NASCAR Xfinity series is shaping up to be, Probably, in my opinion, one of the most uh, exciting seasons we're going to see across uh, all of NASCAR, including with the Cup and the Truck Series. I mean, just look at the firepower that's coming to this series. But before we get into all that, kind of just want to go back a little bit at, at the 2020 season. That was a hell of a season right there. Yeah, Austin Sindrick had that breakout year. That included six wins. He even got one. He even got a couple on an oval, 19 top fives, 26 top tens, 947 laps led, and was crowned the 2020 NASCAR Xfinity Series champion, something I don't think any of us thought was going to happen at the beginning of the year. Go back and listen to our earlier videos. And you're moving on. Chase Briscoe, he had a dominant season as well. He came up short at Phoenix. He's on to bigger and better things now. Uh, Noah Gregson had a solid sophomore season. Uh, and then he kind of, he had that unbelievable playoff run as well, securing finishes a second, third, second, 36, second, third, and second. I don't know guys, had he not finished 36 in that Kansas race and found a way into the championship four, he was right up there with the leaders at the end of that Phoenix race. And he could have been a threat to win it all there. And then lastly, looking back on the 2020 season, uh, that eight car, it struggled big time. Daniel Hemrick had the biggest woes ever in the 2020 season, 21 races in 2020. He had issues in nine of those and resulted in seven DNFs, failed to find victory lane yet again in another NASCAR season, ended up finishing the year with seven top fives, 12 top tens, two of those top fives being uh, second place finishes. I don't know. For me, 2021 make or break season for Daniel Hemrick career wise. That make was a crazy... break as we say it on his birthday. On his yeah. birthday. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy thing. It's the truth though. But now Xfinity series schedule. We had a couple shape ups going into 2021. We got the earlier homestead date. The season kicks off uh February 13th uh with the beef. It's what for dinner 300 at Daytona couple other notables uh the xfinity series hits up the circuit of the americas at uh, on may 22nd uh that's going to be an exciting road course race for sure uh the, the xfinity series also heads to nashville for the first time in a while uh saturday june 19th and then with that second atlanta date and then they're making a return to the road the indianapolis road course on august 14th shaping up for an exciting uh exciting schedule there um, but now, yeah, guys, new year, new team for a lot of these drivers here. So we're going to jump right into it. First, uh, guy, it was announced back in November, uh, Brett Moffitt's going to go full time as well. 
and the number zero two our motorsports Chevrolet last year uh, for that team they were they were pretty solid for a small budget team uh, they had some top ten runs in there it'll be interesting to see what Moffitt's able to do with uh, our motorsports this year and then Mike was just mentioning it uh, about five ten minutes ago talking about the the kid who lost his ride to Johnny Sauter a couple of years back Myatt Snyder. Uh, he's going to be driving the number two Richard Childress Racing Chevrolet full-time in 2021. That was announced back in December, guys. I think Mike Snyder's uh, poised to have a good season. Oh, Yeah, absolutely. I think he's another one. I wouldn't say it's must, like, make or break time for him, but this is a big opportunity, man. you got to make the most of it. Uh, he, I thought he impressed in his rookie season in the truck series a couple of years back and uh, never really got a great opportunity to come back and build on that kind of bounced around since. So here's a full-time opportunity. You got to make the most of this. Yeah. And he showed a lot of talent in the 21 and the 93 last season in the mm-hmm. Xfinity series. Uh, yeah. I think the kid's got a lot of talent and uh, he's moving in to the two car. It's a championship winning car. And uh, I really think he could uh, put himself into the playoffs, get a win or two. Oh, let's see what happens. I'm excited to see what mine's able to do. Moving on, I think I think big time fan favorite here. Landon Castle is returning to JD Motorsports to drive that four car again. Uh, he'll be driving full time in the 2021 season. And Jesse Little, the former driver of the number four car, he's moving on to BJ McLeod Motorsports. He'll be driving the 78. But I think it's good to see Landon Castle back in a full time opportunity we saw what he was able to do with morgan shepherd yeah uh when that car had equipment that could run a full race he was right up there in the top 12 top 15 so i'm excited to see what landon does going forward yeah me too i'm also excited to see uh jesse little driver nick's stepdad bj <laughs> <laughs> i wish man i wish <laughs> uh and then moving on, we got another new kid coming in for a full-time season. That is driver of the number six, J.D. Motorsports Chevrolet. That is Ryan Vargas. Your uh, buddy. Will, my good pal, Ryan Vargas. He'll be competing for Rookie of the Year this year. Uh, Vargas, he's been – he's run a couple races uh, the last two years for J.D. Motorsports. Did all right. And now he, here he is. He's in for a full season. We all saw how emotional he got on Twitter, so cool to see. Well, let's see what happens for Ryan Vargas this season, I guess. It's like the <laughs> nicest thing you've ever said about him. Got to keep it professional, boys. That's yeah, that really. was towing the line of professionalism as much as humanly possible. <laughs> as much right. as I could right there. <laughs> yeah. right, for those of you watching at home, I promise the private conversations are not that diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll see what happens for him. Uh, <laughs> congratulations on a 21st place finish, bud. You really earned it. Jesus. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, move, move, moving on here, the, the eight car for Junior Motorsports has been vacated with Daniel Hemrick and uh, Jeb Burton moving on. So we got some new kids coming up in there. Uh, Josh Berry, he, he drives for junior in the late miles down over there. He's going to be in for 12 races this season. The first, some races early on in the season. Then we got a road course specialist. Miguel Paluto is going to come in and he's going to do three. He's expected to do three road course races. The Daytona road course circuit of the Americas in mid Ohio. Uh, and it looks like he'll be having Brant on as a sponsor. Yeah, he's going to have Brant on as a sponsorship. So that's, that's big for him. Uh, 
And then Dale's going to come back. He's going to do a race. Uh, they've been hinting at Martinsville, so we'll see what happens there. But this, the next guy I'm about to say here, I think he's going to be one of the next up-and-coming future superstars of this series, and that's Sam Mayer. Sam Mayer, he's, an Ar- he's a three-time Arca East champion. Uh, kid's poised with talent. We saw what he did in the trucks last year. He won at Bristol. Uh, so I'm really excited to see Sam Mayer. He turns 18 on June 26th, and after his 18th birthday, he's going to close out the rest of the season with Junior Motorsports. I'm keeping my eyes on Sam Mayer for sure. And he yeah. just unfollowed me on Twitter. What's up, Sam? What's up? <laughs> well, What's up? well, you know what it is now. He's a big-time hot shot now coming up to the Xfinity Series. He drives all the women on Twitter wild. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> Getting checkers, breaking hearts. So, no, uh, no, I think he's going to be a, a stud going forward. I can't wait to see where that kid's at in three, four years. He's going to be an absolute animal. I'm thinking Austin Cindric, Chase Briscoe territory for him. Yeah, oh, I could definitely yeah. see that. He just succeeds in everything that he's been in so far. So this should be no different. Yeah, we saw uh, him tear it up at Iowa Speedway, too, in the K&N race. Was that yeah. him who won? Yeah, yeah, he's the one oh, that got the win man. at the K&N race. Oh, okay, I didn't even know that. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, he's going to light it up for sure, absolutely. Oh, uh, yeah. Moving along here, some sponsorship announcements for Noah Gregson. Uh, Bass Pro True Timber Black Rifle Coffee is going to be the sponsor for the entire season coming up here in 2021. That's Such a exciting. sexy scheme. Such yep. a good-looking race car. And then we got a new driver for the number 10 called Racing Chevrolet. Uh, this is a guy who I think deserves a full-time ride. This is going to be his first full-time ride since the 2014 uh, Truck Series season, and that's Jeb Burton. He's got Nutrient Ag Solutions on board. Uh, he's going to be taking over for uh, Ross Chastain, who's moving on to bigger and better things that Ian will talk about in a little bit. But, yeah, Jeb Burton, he, he was super consistent in all of his time with uh, Junior Motorsports. Uh, he's another one who's going to be flying under the radar, I think, a little bit in this uh, 2021 season. I think he could surprise some people. Yeah, Jeb had some pretty good runs in the eight in the last couple of years. Um, like you said, Nick, he's a guy you really, really enjoy see getting a full-time opportunity. I think he's another one of those guys. Hope he makes the best of it. If there's a guy I'd put my money on to do it, it'd be him. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And then some other news. Uh, this was reported back in December. Colby Howard's going to drive the number 15 JD Motorsports car full-time. Uh, Colby, up-and-coming star as well. He's done well in that under and that low-budget equipment. We'll see what he can do. And then another car racing Chevrolet is going to be running full-time next season, and that's going to be with the dinger. A.J. Allmendinger is going to drive yes. the 16 yeah. full-time. I think this is something everybody wanted to see. Since uh, since losing his ride from the Cup Series years ago, Allmendinger has come back to the Xfinity Series, and he's just absolutely lit it up. He is always out there contending for race wins. So I think he's going to be a serious threat uh, coming in 2021, and it's a, it's a feel-good story because A.J. Allmendinger is just such a cool dude. Oh, yeah. And then uh, some other news. Uh, this is my favorite one on the list as I am wearing a Joe Gibbs racing T-shirt. Uh, currently burning did, your skin. Currently burning my skin. <laughs> Never thought it was going to have to come to this. Daniel Hemrick uh, got tabbed to drive the number 18 Joe Gibbs racing Toyota. I, I found out and I was just like, I, I it was the last place that I expected him to go, but I'm super excited for it. He's got Poppy Bank coming on board. Dave Rogers is going to be the crew chief. 
full-time schedule. I think that's going to benefit Hemrick. Uh, you can never really get your feet, your feet uh, dipped in the water that well when you're running a part-time schedule. So, and like I said earlier, this is make or break for him. This could make or break his career right here. So he's got to go out and perform, but I feel good things coming for, for Mr. Hemrick coming this season. It's another one of those things to me where like looking back on the uh, John Hunter KBM situation, it's kind of similar to me because that 18 car really hasn't done that well the last couple of seasons, especially with Riley Herbs behind the behind the wheel yeah. of it. So now you got an absolute wheel man in what should be a rocket ship on the racetrack. So uh, hopefully Nick gets into victory lane a couple times this year. So I need it. It's I been need, seven years. I need to see a Nick victory celebration. Coming this up year. on it's coming up on eight years since a driver every four one race. Oh, yowza! <laughs> oh man. <laughs> No, first one of the season. <laughs> uh, all right, and then some news. Uh, Austin Sindrick, he's returning for a full season and will run a partial Cup Series schedule before uh, heading over to Wood Brothers Racing in 2022. I don't like that move, but, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then, interesting, Santino Ferrucci is going to drive for Sam Hunt Racing in, a, in select races this year. Santino, he drove in F2 and IndyCar, so it's an interesting move, him coming over to NASCAR. He's going to be driving in Homestead, Vegas, Phoenix, Atlanta, and Martinsville this year. It'll be interesting to see what he's going to do. Yeah, being our, our resident IndyCar fan of the group here, Santino Ferrucci is one of the hottest. Him and Colton Herta, two of the young, hot rookies coming up in uh, in IndyCar. I was really surprised to see that he's making this move. Uh, one thing I think is going to be awesome for him, maybe next to my boy Alexander Rossi, He's probably one of the most exciting guys to watch on the ovals. You look back at his performances at uh, the Indy 500 and Texas and a couple of other places they run. He's all over the place going wheel to wheel with guys in those open wheel cars, which is crazy to begin with. I think his talent and his racing style blends so well with NASCAR that this is going to be a really good, uh, really good fun thing to watch for racing fans, especially people who aren't really familiar with Santino Frucci. You will be in a couple months. I promise. <laughs> and then uh just announced within the past couple days here jordan anderson is moving on up to the xfinity series he's gonna be driving full time in the number 31 jordan anderson racing chevrolet jordan he's another feel good guy uh he he usually had some underfunded equipment in his truck series time he almost won at daytona last year he's he's kind of a fan favorite i hope i hope this works out well for him because he He's also one of those other guys. He's a really cool dude. So I wish him nothing but the best in his first full-time Xfinity Series campaign. Yeah, that's another guy that just puts his heart out on the track. And he, you know, he puts all the work in. You know, he doesn't have that many guys working in his shop. He's always working on his cars and his trucks. So I give the guy a lot of credit for, you know, doing what he does and trying to make a living for himself. Yeah, no doubt about it. He's one of those guys you really like to like to root for. He's blue collar to the core. Um, talk about a guy that reminds you of the the beginnings in NASCAR. Look no further. Absolutely. Uh, Ryan Sieg, his team switched over to Ford. Uh, so not a lot of Ford cars in the Xfinity Series. So as many Fords as they can get this year will be helpful for them for sure. And Ryan Sieg's just another one of those guys who always – outperforms in the equipment he's in so i'm sure he's slated he's in for another good season uh 
Like I mentioned earlier, Jesse Little's going to drive the number 78 car for BJ McLeod Motorsports. Uh, and then the big one, that I still don't understand. Riley Herbst is going to drive the 98 car for Stuart Haas Racing. He's going to have Monster Energy on board. He had a horrible year last year. Uh, this this one doesn't suit well with me. You know, I sometimes just... Tony just wants to make money. I mean, look at what he did when he signed Danica. This is basically just another Danica signing just so he can have Monster back on board with the team. Well, Nick, I think you misspoke a little bit there. Riley Herbs isn't going to drive the number 90. He's going to crash the number 90. <laughs> He's going to destroy that thing. <laughs> He's going to destroy it, yeah. You might well, as well just set the get. shop on fire now. Yeah, I, I think fans, what they really the wanted fans. to do here, you know, they got that composite body. They really want to see what the limits on that bad boy are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's just, oh. it, it's going to be wild to see how that car is about to go from nine race wins a year ago to none in just a year. For the and record, like, for most DNFs. Yeah, for most DNFs. And then last, the last big move here. Is that number 54, Joe Gibbs Racing Toyota. That is what we like to call the superstar car. We're going to have a lot of guys uh, funneling into that system. Guys like Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, and Martin Truex Jr. surprised me. Truex has not run an Xfinity race in years, so it was kind of weird to see his name on there. And then within the past few days, there's two other guys that are going to be driving that car. Ty Dillon. I think mean, this is a good move for him. He's going to compete in at least four races for Joe Gibbs Racing. He's going to be at Daytona, Homestead, Vegas, and Talladega. Uh, and he's also, Ian will talk about his cup story here in a little bit. But good for Ty. I didn't want to see him out of the sport completely. I respect the guy, and I hope he's able to find some success here in the 54. Yeah, Ty is a guy It's really hard not to like, you know. Um, could easily rest on his last name and his grandfather's name and, you know, try to find his way into a car with that system. But he didn't want to do that. He, you know, he, he kind of ventures out on his own and likes to do his own thing and make his own name. And I respect the hell out of that. Um, so, yeah, I hope he goes out and wins a race or two in that. And that'd be really cool to see him set himself up for uh, 2022, maybe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then as uh I'm stealing this. Uh, we got times two for the number 54 car because Ty Gibbs is also going to be uh, racing this 54 car this year. He's going to make his debut on the Daytona road course. And alongside Sam Mayer, I think Ty Gibbs is the absolute real deal here. That kid gets in and he's going to run a full arc of schedule this year. That kid gets in whatever he needs to get into, and he just goes out and flat out dominates. So I really do expect Ty Gibbs uh, to have a monstrous, successful 2021 season. Yeah, I mean, that kid lit up the ARCA series last year for the races that he could compete in. So uh, I don't see any reason why he'll be the uh, ARCA champ by the end of the season. Yeah. Oh, there's number two. Yeah, there's number two, really quickly. <laughs> All right, guys. So, like Mike did some predictions for the truck series. I also have my own predictions here for how this 2021 Xfinity series is going to play out. Uh, first one, uh, not really too bold. I think Austin Sindrick and Noah Jackson are going to be the two most dominant cars in 2021. I could easily see six to eight wins out of this 22 car this season, and he can be in the hunt to defend his uh, title before moving up to the cup series to drive the 21 car in 2022. And for Gregson, I think it's really simple. 
Just tone that aggression down a little bit. Don't wreck your teammates. And I don't see why this nine car can't get at least five wins on the year, make the final four and win a title in 2021. The aggression works. Just don't be too aggressive. <laughs> just don't wreck your teammates. <laughs> ah, it worked at Bristol, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think Mr. Allgaier will like that one too much. Too soon, man. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> and then second prediction. Riley Herbst is going winless in 2021, <laughs> despite being in the 98. That goes sure. without being said. Well, Herbst you went out a limb to... for that one, bud. Yeah, I really went out a limb. Sure, Herbst is moving to arguably the top team in the Xfinity Series. He ain't going to rise to the occasion. Like I said, eight DNS, failed to get out of the first round of the playoffs, and finished below Ryan Sieg and Brandon Brown in points. Two teams with way less funding than Joe Gibbs Racing. Yeah, that's a disappointment right there. So I see him running seven to 13 all year long, no wins, not making the final four. And this is an absolute make or break season. I think for Riley Herbst, if he can't perform, I don't see why anybody would want to take him uh, going into 2022. I just don't see his NASCAR career going any further than this. If he can't perform this race car. And then. AJ Allmendinger has good success in 2021, but I don't see him being a championship contender. I just don't. We all thought no. last year when Ross Chastain came in to drive this for Cog Racing that he would be the most dominant car in the Xfinity Series and cruise to a championship. That didn't happen, and I believe that's what's going to happen with the people, what they have to say about AJ Allmendinger as well. Now, while I think he misses the Final Four, I could see him easily pulling out four to six wins with the road courses we're going to in 2021. And he's been able to prove that he can win on the ovals as well, winning in Atlanta. It's going to be fun seeing him run full time this season, but I'm predicting a round to eight exit for the dinger. Oh, wow. Still a respectable season. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. It's not like he's going to have a horrible season. Like Rosh has to yeah. win in that car last year. AJ Allmendinger, I still think he's going to squeak out a couple wins. So it'll be very respectful. Yeah. A really respectable season for, for Allmendinger. And then, my last prediction is we're going to have multiple first-time winners in the Xfinity Series this season. Like, look at the look at the guys on this roster who haven't won a race yet, and it's it's go time. And the first one I'm going to talk about is my boy, is Daniel Hemricks. Make a break for him in that 18 team. It's 2021. Uh, you have to find victory lane. If that doesn't change, his career might be in jeopardy. But I think this is the year he finally gets uh he gets it done. He said in multiple interviews that he finally thinks he has everything he needs to go out and win. And I believe him uh, in 2021. I think he's going to get at least two to three and we're going to finally see that backflip. And with this consistency guys, honestly, he could find himself in his third Xfinity series final four. Uh, he's a really consistent race car driver. And I think if he can just go out and get the monkey off his back, finally get himself a win or two, he could be right in that championship hunt. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, another guy I think is getting his first win this year. And that we talked about him earlier. I'm going with the 10 car, Jeb Burton. Jeb Burton has run really well on the super speedway tracks in years past. He flirted with victory lane in a few of those races this past season. And I was with college racing guys and college racing in the Xfinity series on a super speedway track. They've been dominant the past like two seasons. Uh, so I think he's going to win at Talladega this year for his first career win. And I think it should be a really feel good story right there. And then my last one, Ty Gibbs is making his Xfinity series debut in the 54 car. I believe Ty Gibbs and Sam Mayer are going to be the next big time superstars in NASCAR. Now, while I think Mayer is going to run really solid when he takes over the eight car after he turns 18, 
I'm predicting Ty Gibbs gets himself a win this season in that 54 car and set himself up real nice for 2022, where I expect him to run full-time in the Xfinity Series for JGR. Depending on how many – this is depending on how many races he gets. I just think with a guy like Ty Gibbs, he just adapts so well to what he's in. And I – he's driving the 54 car. He's driving the superstar car. So – I could expect him to go get himself a win if he like enters in like a Dover race or something like that. That's going to be my prediction. He gets himself into a Dover race, he's going to win it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the the kid is just absolutely incredible on the race car. So, yeah, I could definitely see him getting a win or even two. Yeah, he could be. And then lastly for me is my way too early prediction. So, most wins in the 2021 season, I have to go with the 22 car of Austin Sindrick. I think last year was just a start for what he's going to be able to do going forward. And I expect another dominant year out of him. Here's where it gets fun though, is my final four and my champion. Uh, my final four is Austin Sindrick, Noah Gregson, Harrison Burton, and Daniel Hemrick is going to squeak his way in there. And my we champion. We have not talked about we Harrison have Burton. Not talk, we have not talked about Harrison Burton, but guys, my 2021 Xfinity series champion is Harrison Burton. That kid lit up the end of the Xfinity series last year. He had those back-to-back wins. He finished the year with four wins. I think he just flew under the radar all year long, and I think the kid's just going to get better from here on out. He had a dominant run in the playoffs. It was unfortunate that he couldn't advance, but I just think he has an even stronger sophomore season, and I think Harrison Burton's going to fly under the radar again and then he's just going to sneak up on you, and I think he's going to take the title. I think it's possible. I think he was a very easy candidate to fly under the radar last year because the stories were dominated by the 22 and the 98 last year. Uh, maybe with the exception of Mr. Gregson, um, you didn't really hear that much about too many other guys. you know. And the thing is, he had a sneaky good season last year. So, yeah. again, so a little, little more <laughs> expectations on him this year. He's going to be one of the more premier guys in the series. So, Go out and get it done, and I think he's another one. He's got all the talent in the world to do it. Yeah, I think he's going to – so that is my champion right there is Mr. Harry Burton, and then it'll be interesting to see where he goes from there. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited for this year's Xfinity Series. And- I think it's got a great mix of guys that are like, hey, it's make or break time, and yep. like young, hungry rookies all coming up. Then you sprinkle your, your Justin Allgaier veteran, your Dinger veteran in there. Um, guys like that, I think it makes for one hell of a storyline. You've got everybody in all different uh, walks of their career again in the Xfinity series, which is cool. So it's going to be a lot of fun to watch this. It's one. just, it's oh, going to yeah. be really entertaining. What they say, names are made here. And we are going to be, we're going to see some names being made here in the 2021 season. I am so pumped for this season to kick off on February 13th. Oh, yeah. And yeah, the Xfinity series puts off the best racing that we see in all three series, and I am just so excited for this season to kick off. Yep. I was actually – Ian, you just beat me to a point. I was actually going to say I'm going to make my bold prediction for the year. The Xfinity series has by far and away the best racing again. Oh, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, guys. So now let's get into the Cup series. So – I'm just going to say right here, it was announced that Noah Gregson will be making an an attempt to run the Daytona 500 with Beard Motorsports in the 62 car. That's the car that Brennan Gaughan was racing in the super speedway races. Uh, I'm just excited. This is such a great opportunity for Noah Gregson. Uh, We know he's really, really good on the super speedways uh, with that win that he got at Daytona. 
And uh, I'm really excited what he can do because we've seen that 62 car run up front before. So I'm excited. You think he's going to flip the 62 more or less than Brendan Gaughan? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm a little nervous, honestly. Uh, well, first of all, he's well, going to have to first, he's going to have to qualify his way in. Yeah. And then if he can stay out of trouble and try not to force any moves, he just stays in line all day and then makes a run for it. I think that could be a respectable Daytona 500 for him. But yeah, I mean, the 62 car is a good super speedway car. If he can just, Stay out of trouble and stay smart. First things first, he's got to make the race. Yeah, exactly. But I want to, I want a Trevor Baines story where this young kid wins the Daytona 500. Dude, I don't think we're ever going to see anything like that again. Yeah, that That was a one and done. That was a one and done. That was crazy. It is Daytona. That's the thing. You could have basically anyone who's still out there with like, you know, minimal damage can win that race. Absolutely. And, you know, it's one of those things where he's shown, you know, talent and speed in the super speedway races before. So, but Noah, if you're watching, cause I know you and Ian are BFFs. So if you do watch <laughs> our show, sneaky, I got two, two guidelines for you. Then you and I are good. Stay from Ryan. Stay away from Bubba, and we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from Dibby, and we're all good to go. You want to take out the rest of the field and all – by all means necessary, go for it, pal. <laughs> and uh, Connor in the group chat brought it up. He was like, what are you going to do if, like, Kevin and Noah, like, wreck into each other? Who are you going to blame? And uh, <laughs> I think I'm just going to, like, fight myself. I'm just going to beat the shit out of myself or something. I don't know. <laughs> you can do the same thing I do when Bubba and Blaney wreck each other. It's like, eh, this race sucks. I'm yeah, going to go drink now. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited for that. And uh, Ross Chastain, the Melon Man, you'll be teamed up with Kurt Busch with Chip Ganassi Racing. Ross will be driving the 42, which Chip Ganassi Racing is going to have McDonald's on as his primary sponsor. Uh, good for Ross Chastain. We know that this guy has been, you know, driving his heart out for years, trying to get with a big team. He's been driving. He was driving with JD Motorsports for a while. Finally, uh, got the Nice Motorsports picked off a few wins and then and now it's just smooth sailing from here going to the 42 car yeah something i talked about last year um i think thought this was the most opportunistic way to play everything for cgr you know with the larson stuff coming out the way it did i thought it'd be really unfair to thrust this kid into a situation like that where um you know he's got expectations on him in a very competitive race car that he's not familiar with in a goofy covid season with no practice and qualifying you know i know going into this year we're only going to have limited practice and qualifying but at the same time um you know he's had some time to kind of prepare he'll get the full season so um uh, i think this is probably as good a good a way to come into a situation like this as he could have hoped for yeah uh, i'm excited for it i think he's more deserving of this opportunity and i'm with mike uh i'm glad they waited to do this and they didn't throw him under the fire uh last season the only thing that worries me is uh we've seen it chip ganassi racing they don't have race winning speed and that's what's going to kind of suck there so i my realistic op, uh expectations for ross chestain this year and what i think is going to happen he's going to get some top 10 finishes yes but i think he's going to be more around a 12th to 15th place race car and i think he's going to He's going to be fighting for one of the last spots to get in in his first year. Maybe he goes out and surprises us. Maybe he doesn't. It's just the speed that CGR has 
that's just not telling me that he's just going to like just shoot out of the gates here. Yeah. And that's actually uh, one of my predictions, I guess, is that uh, Chastain goes winless this year because, of, yeah. you know, how, you know, slow these CGR cars are. We saw Kurt, you know, he got lucky with like, you know, the Kentucky win and the Vegas wins because he got out in front at the perfect yeah. time. And he was out there for like NASCAR overtime and he was able to take yeah. the lead right there. So I guess if you put yourself in that position, yeah, I can see him getting a win, but just with how, you know, we saw Matt Kenseth in the 42 ride, we know that he is a talented race car driver and we saw how he was in the six and that car sucked too. So uh, yeah, it, it's going to be a rough season for Mr. Mellon, man. So, and I, I think that just kind of, you know, coincides with the season we're looking forward to here. I mean, it's a lame duck year for the current package. Yeah. So I'm not really sure how much money any of these teams have been willing to, you know, pour into race cars this year, knowing damn well next year, we're going to a brand new package yeah. altogether. So, yeah, I think it's one of those things you, you ride it out this year and uh, you hope next year when you get in the next gen car, things are different. I think that's the strategy for them this year. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. So another change in 2021, we're going to have Clint Boyer in the Fox sports booth. Uh, Definitely going to be adding that excitement element to the Fox sports booth ever since DW left and uh, Clint Boyer is going to be paired up with his old good buddy, Jeff Gordon. (laughs) I think it calls for great entertainment is what we're going to see here. Um, we the past couple of years with just uh, Jeff and uh, Mike calling races, it, it, it's been boring. I'm I'm sorry, like it, it'll put you to sleep there. So you got this really energetic guy, Clint Boyer, the butt heads with Mike and uh, Mike and Jeff. Uh, I think it's gonna be really entertaining, honestly. But I'm kind of more excited. Did you guys see that the Xfinity broadcast booth for Daytona with Tony Stewart? Gonna oh, be with Clint. Yeah. <laughs> Tony's gonna be with Clint and Adam Alexander. That's gonna not. be that is gonna be an, an entertaining race to watch right there. Man, they better get ready to bleep those guys. Oh my <laughs> Dude, god. <laughs> I would pay like if you had a subscription for like five bucks a month to watch Tony, Clint, and somebody like Alexander Adam Alexander call races, but it was like your premium unedited yeah. feed. So you just oh, watch please. that mother F and this and that. That would be awesome. <laughs> so you're saying that Clint and Tony need to make an OnlyFans. <laughs> and only racers. And only racers. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that, that should be exciting. This is definitely what Fox Sports needed. Yeah. And Ian also, I was thinking along the lines of like an ESPN plus paid subscription or something, but I see where your head's at. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. And speaking of the media side of NASCAR, it looks like that NBCSN will be just getting rid of itself at the end of the year. And it looks like races that are scheduled for NBCSN will be on USA now, but you know, big races, like, you know, the start of the playoffs and the championship race, those will still be on NBC. So it, it's going to be weird having races on USA. It's going to be like how like races were on like TNT or something like that. Yeah. I think it's a soft transition to everything going to NBC and then Peacock. Um, yeah. You guys know I'm a big wrestling fan. WWE just signed a billion dollar deal with Peacock. The WWE network's going to be going to Peacock now. 
Um, I think Peacock is just buying up everything. It's like them and ESPN plus fighting for the rights for everything. And NASCAR is going to be in the middle here, but you know what though, guys, I think that's a very good opportunity for the sport to bring in some huge money and revenues. Uh, Cause you see what some of these other places are making. Again, I said WWE signed for a billion with a B. Yeah. So that would be a very welcome addition for NASCAR to get themselves into a situation yeah. like that in the next I, couple of years. I wonder what that means for like the NBC uh, broadcast booth and everything. Are they gonna are they gonna send those boys over to USA Network or no? Are they're see still, some new commentators so in there. USA is a part of NBC, mm-hmm. so USA is basically gonna play like the NBCSN races and then the big okay, races so will, will still be on channel yeah. five. Yeah. It'll still be NBC broadcast. Just I, on I, USA Network. I was like, we're yeah. not about to lose freaking junior. Like the, oh, I know we just got the best thing we, we had. Just, yeah. We just got him. And now we're going to say goodbye to him. Rick Allen. Sure. Hit the door. Don't let the door hit you on the way out, but don't take it with Dale. <laughs> <laughs> I need my slot job. Hey, look <laughs> over there. <laughs> oh, and so Kyle Larson has just announced that he just got a sponsor on the number five. He's got <laughs> Na- Nations Guard. Uh, I think it's a pretty cool looking car. It's uh, black and green. So uh, good for Kyle that he's got a sponsor to help him out through wow. this year. He's got a sponsor, but it's still through Hendrick. So it's kind of, it's he didn't go and get himself an outside sponsor yet, but still, it's nice to see something on the race car other than like a Hendrick cars thing. Yeah, even though that the sponsor yeah. is through Hendrick, and it's gonna be a lot faster opinion, than that forty-two. My opinion on that car, I'm kind of disappointed with it. I was looking forward to seeing something blue, like what they've been teasing with all of his merch and everything. I personally give uh, his Daytona car uh, five out of ten. Okay. Yeah, I uh, yeah, it's a B two B sponsorship. It's you know a business that Hendrick works closely with. So, um, you know, like you said, good to see uh, good to see something on the car. It's not going to look like uh, one of those small teams like a jet black car with just a Hendrick Motorsports logo on there or something like that. <laughs> so that's nice to see. So, yeah. All right, and then we know uh, Mr. Bubba Wallace. He's got a handful of sponsors coming into this season with the new 23XI Racing, or I should say 2311 Racing. Uh, He's going to have DoorDash, McDonald's, Dr. Pepper, Columbia's coming back on. Uh, He's a handful of sponsors, so hopefully they'll have a lot of fast cars this year for Michael Jordan, Denny Hamlin, and Bubba Wallace. Yeah, this is the thing I am by far and away looking forward to the most going into 2021. Uh, Bubba stepping into a very, very solid situation here. Um, I think he can drive. Everyone's got their opinion. But um, I'm a fan. I think he's talented. I just don't think he's always been in situations where he can showcase that well. And the times that he does get the equipment to do it, he does. So I think you're going to see a boatload of it this year. So, you know, Bubba's gone out there and he predicted two wins. I don't know if I'd be quite that ambitious with a new team, (laughs) but I think he's going to run a little better than people expect too. So. I do think I agree. And don't get me wrong. Did he, did they say that they had to turn down people for, they sold out of their primary spots already for the entire season. So mm-hmm. I really do think that this uh, 2311 team is, they're going to take off. Uh, I, I would love to see some success for Bubba Wallace. He deserves it. And what better way, even if he just gets himself one win, like what better way to start off a new team than winning the Daytona 500. So, I mean, he came in second in the 43, <laughs> so yeah. it's possible. 
You See guys, if he wins the Daytona 500, you guys will have to find another third co-host because I will be absolutely dead after that. <laughs> I think we'll all be dead after that, honestly. Oh, yeah. That'd be huge for the sport. Oh, definitely. And then over at uh, Bubba's Old Ride in the 43, Eric Jones will be piloting the iconic 43 for Richard Petty Motorsports. It is a downgrade from where he was. He was driving the 20 car, Tony Stewart's old ride that he won championships with and couldn't really do anything. He won Daytona. He won at Darlington. And then, what, he won the Clash. That was pretty much it for... Eric Jones with Joe Gibbs racing and really disappointing because we thought that this kid was going to have a lot of talent coming into the cup series from what we Do they have any sponsors? Do they have any sponsors announced for that 43 ride yet? Yeah. Uh, um, Air force air force. And I believe worldwide tech is staying with them, especially yeah. with, um, Oh God, no, I can't think of the name of it. The, uh, um, the, the charity of one. Okay, the oh, victory, uh, victory junction. junction. I'm sorry, yeah. I couldn't think of that for some reason. I mean, um, I read somewhere that Dave Stewart that did everything through Victory Junction through Worldwide Tech, the CEO of Worldwide Tech. Um, I guess he has a special needs son, which I was unaware of. So he was super touched by everything with uh with uh Victory Junction coming over. So I think they stayed on board with the 43. So which okay. I think is a classy move. Uh, stay there and help them out. Obviously, Bubba doesn't need the financial help. Yeah, he's, he, he's he can't so. fit him. He can't fit him on the race car anymore. So yeah. <laughs> it's just another. People are thinking that Eric's just going to go out and have success. It's not going to happen. There's been no change to that 43 car whatsoever. I don't expect him. I expect him to run around where Bubba was able to get that car. Maybe back half top 20, but he's going to be a mid-20s car. I just don't see – he's bringing in – I haven't heard anything about him bringing in a dime of sponsorship money here. He, those are – those sponsors that he has, they've already been with the 43 team. So, I just don't go – I just don't get people and how they think he's just going to go out and have success right away. This is – it's going to be a lame duck year for him. Yep. Like, this entire season's going to be. I just don't see how – don't see him having any success. Yeah, I mean, I, I really do wish him the best. He's a guy yeah, I'd really yeah. like to see do well because he's a likable kid, uh, very humble. Um, you know, things just didn't work out for him at Joe Gibbs. Uh, you know, they kind of with some of their young guys will chew him up and spit him out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I, he is one I would like to see go out and have a little more success. But I just again, like you said, Nick, I just don't see it being a realistic possibility. I just don't. He's a guy you yeah. look at his career once he's gotten to the NASCAR level from the trucks on up. He's only been and really, really well-funded race teams. So this is going to be a new experience for him. Uh, I, I don't understand the fit a lot. I think it's you no. know, just one of those things where yeah. it was, uh, hey, man, I think it's you're just... one of the last guys left. We need a driver. Let's make this happen one way is or another. A one year yeah. de- is it a one-year deal or is it a multi-year deal? I've... I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really sure on the specifics. But, yeah, it like it's like picking the last kid for kickball or something. <laughs> Yeah, which uh, I, I, I don't even like that though because it sounds like a knock on uh yeah a knock on him because he's a really I mean, talented driver. Yeah, he's talented. But, yeah. he just, I, f- he I feel could... like it could be a knock on both. I think it's one of those things where it's like square peg, round hole. Like, all right, this isn't going to fit, but based on the circumstance, we got to try to make it fit. Yeah, so. yeah right. Uh, with him, it's just, it sucked. It never worked out. And then like we're saying here, Joe Gibbs Racing, with their driver development, uh, they they give you the short stick right away. You ain't going to go out and perform. We are going to replace you. Yep. And I think that's what happened to Eric Jones. I, he, was, he was consistently running top five, top seven. 
He just could not seal the deal. He could not go out and finish those races. We've seen him in front in some of those races that he could not go out and finish the deal. And I ultimately think that's why they let him go. Mm-hmm. And that's why Christopher Bell's in that seat. It really sucks that Levine had to shut down because that could have been a nice place for Eric Jones to go. It would have been at least maybe a tad bit more competitive than uh, yeah. RPM. But yeah, I it's going to be a really sad year for Eric Jones when he's running when we see him running 21st to 22nd. Yeah, right. All right. And another former Joe Gibbs racing driver, Daniel Suarez, will be driving for Trackhouse Racing, owned by Justin Marks and Pitbull, apparently. Mr. 305. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Worldwide. <laughs> uh, so Daniel Suarez, he'll be driving the 99 for Trackhouse Racing. And he's already got a few sponsors on there. He's got iPhone. Those cars which- look good. They do. They look very, very good. He's got iFly, which is the indoor skydiving place. And he's got uh, Pump It Up, which is a kid's party place that I used to work at, which is an absolute <laughs> shithole. I must, I must say, worst job I ever had, but it's a cool looking car. So, uh, yeah, very cool for uh, Daniel Suarez to land this ride with Justin Marks. And we know Justin Marks, he's been kind of in and out of the NASCAR system. He kind of likes to do like, everything i'm pretty sure the guy he climbed mount everest a few years ago and uh now he's trying with uh nascar ownership and they got some big sponsors so uh let's see what this team could do i'm still not sold on daniel suarez though because he did have that opportunity to drive the 19 car couldn't really you know show his talents i guess he was you know put into the car too quickly because carl edwards departure they kind of just put him in there without any notice but so the guy had two seasons with them and one season with SHR. And I just, I, I just don't know how well he could do with this 99 team. Yeah. I think it's going to be one of those things for them. It's, you know, a, a upstart team. Yeah. They got some money coming in, but again, coming into a lame duck NASCAR season, I think it's going to be one of those things, whatever they get out of the season's a positive. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think Pitbull coming on board. I think that's huge for the sport and with the diversity uh, that we're trying to be inclusive, that NASCAR is trying to say we're inclusive to all. So it's really cool to see Pitbull come on board, but I'm with Ian here. I've never been sold on Daniel Suarez. Really cool to see him win an Xfinity Series championship, and then it's just kind of all been down there from, for him uh, since. But we'll see what happens. I think it's definitely it's still going to be an upgrade from Gaunt Brothers Racing. Oh, yeah. I think that this will be a team. Maybe they can run high 20s, maybe even sneak their way into it. Into the back half of the top 20. Just don't know yet. We got to see this car hit the racetrack, but they're hyping it up like they could have something going on here. But at, when it comes down to it, I, I'm just not sold on Suarez. I'm really not. Yeah. All right. So some other news with the Cup Series. It was just announced Keystone Light will be joining the two team for the Coca-Cola 600. It is just announced for one race so far for the Coca-Cola 600. They'll be taking over as the sponsor that they had from Miller Lite. It is the same company with Coors Brewing that they got. Um, So Brad Kozlowski put a really cool video this morning that the Blue Deuce is back. Uh, It's a cool-looking car, but I do think that it is a major knockoff of Kevin Harvick's Bush scheme with the mountains (laughs) in the background and everything. (laughs) It's kind of like, Mom, can we... Keystone's a knockoff beer with 
fucking bush is what it really is. Yeah, it's, it's like, mom, same... can we get bush light? But we have bush light at home, and then it's Keystone light. <laughs> yeah, I just looked it up. Yeah. I, it's a decent enough looking race car. Yeah, but... I mean, it looks nice. I mean, it sucks that it, they're only going to be coming on for the Coke 600, though. I was hoping they were going to do more races. So yeah. that is sad to see. But yeah, cool car. Uh, that co- uh, Keystone follows the stock car spectacle on Twitter. Yeah. So maybe we can get some partnership through them or something. Yeah, right. The ultimate college beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And some other sponsorship news Dixie Vodka will be sponsoring Cole Custer this season. Uh, another major sponsor. They sponsored the Homestead race last season. So, pretty exciting news for Cole Custer. And then Austin Sindrick will be making an attempt at the Daytona 500 in the number 33 Penske ride. Uh, not the sharpest looking ride. I, I, I think the paint scheme, it looks nice. There's not too much to it, but. Uh, I don't like the font of the 33. Yeah, the That's font looks like. weird, but it's cool to see that Verizon is coming back. They've been uh, kind of a long-term Penske sponsor. We've seen them. Uh, sponsor the nationwide cars back in the day when Brad and Joey would run them sometimes. So pretty cool to see that sponsor coming back for Penske. All right. So we got some news with Jamie McMurray. He is going to be returning to the cup series to make a run at the Daytona 500 with Spire Motorsports. Uh, The car is going to be prepared by Chip Ganassi racing. So he's going to be back with his old team. Yeah, man. Some things are cooking up at Spire over there. They're looking like they're really trying to expand aggressively. You know, they bought up the Alan Kowicki shop, um, signed my guy, Corey LaJoy. And that um, car looks beautiful. Yes. There, uh, there are some things going on over there. There's a team to watch over the next couple of years to see where they started to where they end up. It's uh, it's Corey LaJoy and Spire Motorsports. Oh yeah. Nick's hope to see team. them. Hope to see them get their <laughs> first actual win in the next couple of years. <laughs> Maybe, you know, lead a lap under green and then, then you yeah. got sold. There you go. <laughs> Don't even, you, know, well, you should change the subject before I really get going. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's that. the first show of the year. Let's, uh, yeah, let's not get Yeah, we don't want to piss Nick off too much. All right. So Nick, you were talking about it earlier with Ty Dillon going with Joe Gibbs racing part-time in the Xfinity series. Well, he will also be running part-time with Gaunt Brothers Racing in 2021. Uh, starting off with the Daytona 500. So pretty cool opportunity for Ty Dillon. Uh, we know that he kind of got the short end of the stick when uh, Jermaine raced and closed his doors after Geico left. So um, really good opportunity. And yeah, uh, like we were saying earlier, Nick, I think this is just so great that he's going to be running in this 54 car in the Xfinity series. He's going to be getting you know, just a lot of reps done with this Toyota team and who knows what the future could lie for a, a future possible Joe Gibbs racing ride in the cup series. Who knows what this could land him? Right. Uh, I think Gaunt brothers is doing all four of the super speedway races, which I think makes a ton of sense because mm-hmm. that's, those are the only races they're going to be out to go for wins. So I think it makes a lot of sense. We saw Daniel Suarez miss the Daytona 500 last year, though, with Gaunt Brothers. So I'm sure they are praying they make the show this year because we got a lot of cars entering the 500. So it's going to be exciting. Speed Weeks is going to be exciting this year with all those cars entering. No doubt about it. I'm really looking forward to it. 
And Anthony Alfredo will be making his uh, NASCAR Cup Series rookie debut with Front Row Motorsports. Um, I don't really know how I feel about this. Uh, the guy had some pretty good opportunities running with RCR last year in the Xfinity Series and now taking over Front Row Motorsports car. And we know that those cars don't really do that well. We saw John Hunter Nemechek have a crap shoot of a rookie season with that car. And I feel like, Anthony Alfredo, <laughs> yeah, I feel like Anthony Alfredo is going to be worse because I think John Hunter Nemechek's a better driver. So I ex- honestly expect this car to be like 25th to 29th every race to be honest. I don't, yeah. I don't like this move for Anthony Alfredo. I get it. If you have an opportunity to go drive a cup car, do it. But I really liked Anthony Alfredo down in uh, where he was in the Xfinity series with uh, RCR. He was up front. He was, he was being competitive. I guess if there were no options opened up for him, then sure, go take the cup ride. But I have a bad feeling he's, he's going to end up like John Hunter Nemechek. He's going to run a really poor rookie season. We know that those cars are not uh, really competitive cars, but again, the big thing here, it's a lame duck year. It's the last year of the Gen 6s. So maybe he was just one a guy like Front Row Motorsports was like, hey, you don't have anything lined up next year. Come drive for us for a season, and we'll see where we where we want to go from there. But I just don't expect I – don't, I don't see why a guy like him who has all the potential in the world takes a deal like that where he's not going to be able to showcase it. I don't know, man. It's just my opinion on it. Oh, yeah. And then another guy that will be making an attempt at the Daytona 500 is Mr. Derek Cope. Yeah, you can uh, just pack up and go home. He ain't making it. Yeah, damn near <laughs> 200 years old. And uh, <laughs> and he's going to be going out for his second Daytona 500 win. I think he actually tweeted he's going for two. So no. look out for Derek Cope, guys. He's ready for some – he's ready and he wants blood. Oh, he's when gonna did run he one. win last? 1990? 1991? 1885. Th- <laughs> 1885. <laughs> the end of the Civil War. Yeah, I think it, it was like 90 or 91. Yeah, I think you're yeah. right. Uh, yeah, that, Jesus he's Christ. Hy- he's hyping himself up a little too much there. He's gonna Before go, I he's was gonna, born. His qualifying speed is going to be 150. He's going to not even keep up with the draft in, yeah. in the duels. So, okay, bud. <laughs> All right. So another driver making an attempt at the Daytona 500 will be Kaz Grala. He will drive the 16 for Colic Racing uh, in an attempt to enter the Daytona 500. We've seen uh, Kaz Grala. He has made a name for himself throughout the truck, Xfinity, and even Cup Series when last year when he took yeah, he in. Austin Dillon at the Roval. Got and top put, 10. Yeah, and he put on one hell of a show. So I'm really excited to see what Kaz can do in the Daytona 500. Yeah, he's just one of those weird guys. It seems like he just never really lands in a ride that's, you know, he can really showcase himself. Right. All right, so uh, you were talking about it earlier, Nick. Uh, the Dinger is going to be running with Colleg in the Xfinity Series full-time. Well, he's also going to be running the Daytona Road Course. Uh, so the Dinger is coming back to the Cup Series. It's been a few years, and uh, I'm excited to see what he can do. I think he's going to definitely tear up the track, and uh, we'll see if he can pull off the win because we know well, that he is one of the best road course racers uh, yeah. right next to Mr. Chase Elliott. I was going to say, that's, that's, 
that's objective number one is to keep up with Chase Elliott yeah. with the way that he <laughs> runs road courses. But yeah, it'll be really cool to see Dinger back in the Cup Series. We, I think we last saw him. Why was it like 2016 or something like that? 2017. Uh, I think 17. He retired. 2017 when we last saw him. Yeah. So and. It's good that he's coming for a road course because he's one of the best to do it. His one and only Cup Series win, 2014 Watkins Glen. That was a huge day for him and for JTG Doherty Racing. So I'm excited to see what he can do. But, yep, objective number one is keep up with the nine car. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And so that means that we got no Auto Club Speedway this year. It was replaced by the Daytona Road Course just because of the heavy, heavy restrictions that are happening in California right now. I honestly think that that might mean no Sonoma as well. So what do you think Love they it. do? Are, are they going to replace it with another road course or what are they, they going to go to? Like, Give it back know, to Chicago. That's what, that's what I was thinking. That's <laughs> what, I, I, I was actually uh, FaceTiming with my good buddy, Patrick Cotto the other day. And we were just talking about like, you know, California. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if Sonoma's going to go. Would be really cool if they replaced that with Chicago though. I got bad news for you guys. We're Damn. the worst run state in the country. There's no way we're getting a race. Yeah, there's no <laughs> shot. You got a better chance of me becoming the president of NASCAR this year. <laughs> hey, I'll take that. <laughs> you, you got some good ideas, my friend. There, hey, there you go. <laughs> All right, and it was revealed last week that Matt Tift, uh, he has epilepsy uh, after that seizure that stopped him from racing at Martinsville in 2019. Um, it's just crazy what this guy has been through. You know, he had the brain tumor years ago. They got that taken out. And then he went racing a few months after that happened. Uh, and now he had the seizure and he's been diagnosed with epilepsy. And uh, it honestly seems like that it's the same kind of epilepsy that my fiance Abby has where, you know, it's not any light or anything. It's just like mental in your head where something just like clicks and it just happens. So that's really scary. And obviously when you have that, you can't race cars anymore. And he, I don't even know if he could drive anymore with how constant his seizures are. I don't think he's going to, but Hey man, yeah. he, he hated for him, but he's got the best partner in the NASCAR garage now and BJ McLeod. Yeah, and that's his Live, best friend too. Team live fast. Oh man, BJ, BJ going to be running full time in that car. I yeah. can't wait. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, definitely a good opportunity for Matt. You know, he can't be in the race car, so might as well go on the owner's side of it. Gets to be uh, team owners with his best buddy, BJ McLeod, so that's pretty <laughs> damn cool. They are best buddies. I, yeah, that's crazy. You yeah. would just never think that. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't get it. Well, I don't know what they're like together, <laughs> yeah. but they just seem like a very odd pairing. Yeah, because I was on, uh, in, I was watching Matt Tiff's like, Instagram live. It had to be like maybe three years ago or something, and I was like, who, who, who's your best buddy in the garage area? He was like, oh, BJ McLeod, without a doubt. Me and, me and him go back. I'm like, what? what? BJ? BJ McLeod. All, all right. And the Conor McGregor voice. Who the fuck is that guy? Yeah, right. <laughs> all right. And so uh, a little fun thing here. We have a new Netflix show coming out starring Kevin James. It's going to be called The Crew. Uh, Kevin James is going to be starring as a NASCAR crew chief for uh, a team that's taking a lot of changes. Uh, Ryan Blaney, Cole Custer, Austin Dillon are going to be making appearances in it. It looks like it's going to be pretty funny. I, I really like anything with Kevin James in it. I'm a big fan of King of Queens and uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop. So I, it definitely looks funny with the trailers that they have showed. 
Yeah. Um, the first trailer I saw, I wasn't like overly thrilled with, but then I saw the one of uh, the one with Blaney and Austin Dillon in it, and that gave me a couple chuckles. The writing from what we saw there seemed to kind of be uh, on the same kind of par with The Ranch, if any of our listeners are yeah, familiar with that show. show. Uh, yeah, it was one of my favorite shows. I think it'll be very similar to that. So I'm going to give it a try. I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be pretty funny, but uh, yeah. <laughs> All I got to say is them NASCAR boys, they should just stick to racing because you can just tell with some of their acting. Oh my God. But yeah, it should be, it should be pretty funny. Uh, I'll definitely be tuning in. Yeah. I, I thought it was pretty funny when uh, Austin and Ryan stole Kevin James's wings and they told him he's had enough. And then Kevin James called Austin Dillon short. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Was with me when I won the Daytona 500. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we got some crazy, crazy schedule changes here. I mentioned it earlier. Auto Club will not be on the schedule. That will be replaced by the Daytona Road Course. We saw that last year uh, that they run that they ran a Daytona Road Course for the first time ever. Um, then we're going to be having Homestead Miami. That is going to be the third race of the season now. So the first three races are going to be in Florida. And then they'll be doing the West Coast Swing, I guess, with the two races of Las Vegas and Phoenix. And then uh, we got the Bristol Dirt Race, uh, which is going to be an absolute shit show. <laughs> uh, and then kind of going down, we got uh, two Darlington races this year. And the first one that's going to be in May is going to be the Throwback Race. Um, they're going to have that be the throwback race now because, you know, teams don't want to focus on, you know, all the throwback stuff that they got to get prepared. They just want to focus on the playoffs. So that's very, very understandable. Um, so then we go to Circuit of the Americas, which is going to be a very fun track to see. We've seen Formula One race on there before and very fun uh, road course uh, and Sonoma, that is still iffy. I don't know if that is going to be on the schedule or not. And then we're going to have the uh, NASCAR All-Star Race at Texas Motor Speedway now, which is really going to be lame, which, I mean, Charlotte and Texas are basically kind of the same track. So it's just going to be the same, uh, you know, same thing that we got from Charlotte. Yeah, really not looking forward <laughs> to that much, but uh, it's the All-Star Race. I'm not going to complain too much yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah exactly and then june 20th we got the nashville speedway nashville super speedway race it is going to be the ally 400 so that should be pretty exciting to see that at nashville super speedway and then again we got the pocono double header nascar will be going to road america nascar cup series will be going to road america for the first time ever for the 4th of July, me and my buddy Patrick Cotto and you boys are still invited to go camping for Road America for the 4th of July. I'm excited for that because we get to see practice qualifying. We're going to get the whole uh, racing experience weekend. Um, and then we're going to be going back to Watkins Glen. Again, we didn't race there last year because of the pandemic. It's going to be good to see them back there. And then August 15th, it's going to be the first Daytona, or not the, uh, Daytona, I'm sorry, uh, the first Indy Road Course. 
Uh, they're going to be moving from the traditional Brickyard Oval to the Roval for this course, which pretty weenie, pretty weenie indeed, my friend, because <laughs> we went there in 2019 and that race that put on one hell of a show. Great. That, that was very exciting to see. Um, so I, I don't really, I, I, I do plan on going to that just because the whole race weekend is going to be there and it'll be something like different to see with, Oh, the, we'll get practice with that. So that'll be nice. Yeah, we will get practice and qualifying with that. So that'll be nice. Uh, and then we're only going to be having one Michigan race this year. It's weird. Usually we got two races and now they only brought it down to one. Yeah. I'm a little bummed about that because I like Michigan. It's another one that's close for us to go to, but it's understandable. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, playoffs kind of go on as usual. Uh, We end the season with uh, Daytona with the Coke Zero Sugar 400, and we started off with Darlington. And then we end the season at Phoenix. So, guys, it is going to be a wild, wild 2021 season. And I just have a few bold predictions um, my first one is that Noah Gregson will make it into the Daytona 500, uh, very talented super speedway racer. Uh, I think he's going to have no problem getting himself in there. Um, my second prediction is that Bubba Wallace will be getting a win or two this season. I think that I, I honestly think his first win will be at Talladega. We saw how well that he raced there last season until he did run out of gas um, but no, very talented super speedway racer. It could be at either Daytona or Talladega, but what a way to get your first win than be at your home track of Talladega. Yeah, we'll see how the uh, Talladega faithful feel about that. But yeah, I was going to uh, say that Alabama crowd, I ain't going to, they're going to love that. They're going to do what they did the Jeff Gordon years ago when they threw a bunch of <laughs> beer cans at the car. <laughs> uh. All right. So. My other prediction is that the Bristol dirt race will be a goddamn disaster. It'll be the most cautions ever that NASCAR has ever seen. And Kyle Larson will get the win. It'll probably be a duel between Larson and bell at the end. It's just going to be the two of them left. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's where uh, live team live fast gets their first win. BJ McLeod's going (laughs) to win it on the dirt. (laughs) All right, and so my other prediction is that Bowman and Chase Elliott will be on the front row for the Daytona 500. It's always Hendrick Motorsports. Uh, Alex Bowman's going to be getting into the 48. They always, you know, the guy on the pole always has some kind of significant story about them uh, that, that, you know. So, obviously, Alex Bowman will be on the pole. Just watch. I can Uh, see it. Hendrick Motorsports dominates Daytona 500 qualifying. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Kyle Larson started on the pole for yeah. Daytona 500. He's it's a possible. motorsports car. So we'll, we'll see. Absolutely. Uh, another bold prediction for me is that this will be Brad Kozlowski's final season with Penske racing. Uh, I is that really, confirmed? No, I, that's just a prediction because they only gave him oh, a one-year oh, contract. Okay. This is yeah. just a one-year contract for him. And I, I feel like they're kind of giving them the boot. They're kind of switching sponsors around and everything for them. And uh, me and uh, Patrick Cotto on Cotto's Mojo earlier this uh, year, we interviewed Bob Pockris and he gave us his bold prediction that Brad Kozlowski will be racing for 2311 racing next season. If, yes. every, if everything goes well with 2311 racing, they'll bring in another car. 
Brad Kozlowski will be running for them. That's from Bob Pachris, the man himself. I was thinking more along the lines of um, of Kozlowski going to Hendrick, Larson going over to Stuart Haas, and then Matty D sliding into that two car hmm. while Austin Sindrick goes to the 21. And if Team Live Fast is going – or not Team Live Fast, if 2311 is going – to a two-car team, the initial reports were that uh, it was going to be Bubble Wallace, and then they also threw in a guy by the name of Mr. Daniel Hemrick to slide into that second car. He's already with Toyota right now. Yeah, he's going to be with uh, um, the money team. He's going to – no, hell no. <laughs> don't, don't ever say that. Don't you ever speak that into existence. No, but he's in that Toyota affiliation right now, and I don't think there's going to be anywhere for him to go. He's not going to get a Joe Gibbs ride, that's for yeah. sure. So why not slide on over into a second seat? That's just how I see it going. Wouldn't be bad. Wouldn't be bad one bit. All right. So another bold prediction is that Chase Briscoe is going to have an explosive rookie season. I think this guy could honestly pull off one, two, or even three wins this year. I think the kid has that much talent. He's going into the 14 ride, Tony Stewart's old ride. Uh, I think he's going to have one hell of a year. It would be nice for another Stuart Haas racing car to actually show up and compete other than Kevin Harvick every <laughs> yeah, right. week. So I'd be, all for, I'd be all for it. All right. So my final predictions here, my champion this year is going to be Mr. Kevin Harvick. He is going to get redemption. He's going to breeze through the round of eight and just forget <laughs> about last season. He's going to get that championship. Uh, most wins for the season for me will be Chase Elliott. I think he's going to win every road course race, plus a few more tracks. I think he's going to have somewhere probably around nine wins this year. The guy's going to have an explosive season. Uh, RIP my bank account. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that'd be crazy. And then rookie of the year, Chase Briscoe. The the guy is absolutely unbelievable. There isn't really – yeah, I was going to say, that's even a, a field. class. Yeah, yeah, not really. So, yeah, he's definitely going to be your rookie of the year. Uh, I still think two, three wins is possible for the guy. I would love to see it. Like I said, I want another competitive car at Stuart Haas Racing. Yeah, uh, Besides Kevin Harvick all the time. But, yeah, I hope for the best. Yeah, absolutely. So, guys, it is going to be a exciting 2021 season. There's a lot of changes to the schedule. Whether you like it or not, it is – it is changing and it's going to be unpredictable. Uh, and do you guys have anything to say before we close out the show here? Yeah, I think like you said, Ian, I think it's going to be a fun year just because, you know, with like we've kind of talked about before the last year, of this current package, NASCAR did everything they could to try to be creative with the schedule to make it a little different than past seasons. So um, they're going to try some things. Kudos them for trying some things. We'll see what works and what doesn't. Um, and then, uh, yeah, really looking forward to the, once we get through this season, going to the next gen car next year. So I think this, uh, hopefully we have a chance here to send this car off with a shebang. Right. Well, I'm just excited that a lot of the races this year are going to be run with, uh, with the higher horsepower package instead of the lower horsepower package. So I think that's going to help the, the racing we see on the track for the cup series, but I really expect that Xfinity series to light up the charts this year. Trucks are always exciting. Boys are under almost under two weeks to go here uh, before we see some cars on tracks. So I, I can't wait. Let's, let's do the damn thing. 
Yes, sir. And we also got the Rolex 24 debuting this weekend. Uh, it's always a fun race. I know last year we all got together in Mike's apartment and uh, <laughs> I think me and Nick stayed up for like 21 and a half well, hours. For me, I was at work. I didn't show up until 10 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I stayed up. We, Me and Ian went to bed at like 5 a.m. slept until like 6 30 got up watched the rest of it oh man it's gonna be wild yeah that was a marathon for sure <laughs> yeah it was me. a lot of fun i i've uh made the executive decision to try to get four hours of sleep in there and i was not yeah. mad about it yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm honestly just gonna see how far i can go gonna bring a Oh, like four pack of monster to Mike's apartment. Just going to drink those and see where the night takes me. If there I fall you asleep, go. I fall asleep. But don't, I don't. It's, it's going to be quite the day for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I'd like to thank you for tuning into the stock car spectacle. We're happy to be back and rolling for the 2021 season. Uh, just expect weekly shows now as the racing season is starting to move forward and everything. So make sure to check us out on uh, Spotify, anchor.fm, Google podcasts, and any other podcast platforms. Make sure to like our video, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Me, Nick and Mike are all on there along with the stock car spectacle account. Make sure to follow Kodo's mojo. It's Chicagoland's number one sports podcast. Uh, that's on Spotify, Anchor.fm, and any other podcast platforms. And make sure to check out our merchandise on Spreadshirt.com. Get sweatshirts, shirts, hats, stickers, anything that you can name, you can get it with the Stock Car Spectacle logo on there. So make sure to get that and support NASCAR's number one podcast. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Ian Jordson. I'm Mike Gamble. And I'm Nick Kinzel.